So, what's up, peoples? Um, right now, it's the middle of August. And um, Joe Biden just picked his running mate, um, Kamala Harris. I'm pronouncing that right. And um, I'm just thinking about the system and if it really actually works to our advantage, this um, two-party system that we have. Um, of course, there's other parties, but um, basically, if you're not a Democrat or a Republican, you would never see the inside of the White House unless you're a visitor. So, with the election coming up, I thought I'd take a little time out to give you my impression on what's going on. So, everybody knows the Electoral College. Well, I don't know if everybody knows, but we actually vote for a president, but the electoral college actually decides who that's going to be. Um, it's been like that for a very long time. It was a good idea at the time, I, I'm assuming. Um, it was to give the states that didn't have a bigger population uh the equal voice when it comes to politics. The problem with that is that the popular vote no longer determines who the president is. Says Al Gore. Or, if you remember that, Hillary. She won the popular vote by couple million points, two, three million votes, something like that. Yet still, Donald Trump became president because he did what they call threading the needle. Um, something they learned from the Bush presidency. See, you don't have to get all of the major states, you you can get, you know, as a as, well, it works as a Republican. Now, I'm not sure if it works as a Democrat, but as a Republican Party, you can get just enough states to where it don't have to be a majority of the people, but if you get them, you get just enough points to win. And um, that's pretty much what he did. So it pretty much negate the popular vote in a sense. And um, that's a problem because everybody's voice is not being heard. And in this situation, the majority's voice is not being heard. Um, the reason why I point out majority is because just because you're in the minority, that doesn't mean you don't deserve to be heard. And to that effect, I've been thinking that 
what really needs to happen. Well, the system itself is kind of broken, but what really needs to happen is whoever loses the presidential election should automatically become the vice president. See, we have representation of both of our major parties and the whole of Congress. And by that, I mean the House and the Senate. Yet and still, the president, whichever party he belongs to, is only beholden to his party. He don't, although he is supposed to be the president of everybody and supposed to take everybody's, let's just say, feelings into account, um, he doesn't have to. He's in that house by itself, and if you're a Republican, the probably the only way, or Democrat, regardless of what party you is, if you're in the opposite party, probably the only way you're going to see the inside of it is on a visitor pass. You have no access. And I think that's wrong, not to mention all of the corruption that has been shed, brought to light these past couple months about what's going on in the White House, and no one knows uh, outside of the party what's really going on inside the White House. Now, that's not the only reason to do that, but let's just say he wins 40. He didn't get 99% of the vote, 100% of the vote. No one does. If I take the time out of my day and go down there and do what is considered my duty by voting and giving politicians jobs, so to speak, and, and doing my job as a citizen, my voice should still be heard. It shouldn't be up in the air. I shouldn't be hoping that it's going to be heard this way, regardless of what party you're in, which a lot of the times your party winning is basically like flipping a coin. It could be pretty much 50-50. But regardless, your voice will still be heard. Because isn't that what we're supposed to be doing, taking care of our country as a whole? Just because I don't agree with this person, does that mean he has no obligation to me to try to help me with my problems. No, it does not. Um, and not to mention, now, of course, the president is always going to be the head of state, you know, chief commander, commander in charge, so forth. And um, the vice president wouldn't have no more power than what he has now, but it'll be a lot harder to, let's just say, pull the wool over the public eyes or the other party's eyes if, let's just say, if it's a fox in the hen house. Although he has no real, you know, power outside of the president, he can't overrule the president. Um, he still can hold people accountable. Um, 
And it and it, it's a lot of benefits to it that I've been thinking of in my head, you know, especially dealing with Congress, stalemates, um, filibusters and stuff like that. All of the little nuances that the government put in place to be able to do what they want to do. It 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 would it would clean up a lot of that mess for the government. Now, that being said, for us, the Democrat or the Republican Party ain't really where we need to be. Um, don't get me wrong. I I, I get it. You know. The worst, worst of two evils and all of that other, other thing. That's why we pretty much vote Democrats. But it's always a given. They they don't have to woo us anymore because they know it's pretty much no way the the Republican Party is so vile and out of touch to us that it's no way we can vote. We will vote for them. Not not in not in no large numbers um, here and there, yeah, depending on your situation, but not in large numbers to where it's going to swing an election. Um, and by them taking advantage of that, our needs are always put on the back burner. So you ask, what do we do about this? If we're going to go this route, now, I, this personally, I got a different route that I would want to take, but let's just stay on this track because this seems to be the track that the majority of people want to take um, to get their justice through the legal means and stuff. But um, by the time they get elected and get in the office, by the time we put them in, they get caught up into the system. You know, freshmen, politicians, or people new to the jobs, you know, they have like a little grace period, a little curve, learning curve and stuff like that. And once you get going, a lot of the times the people who put you there is the last people at the dinner bowl. So you say, what do we do about this? You know, um, and I'm, I'm, I believe this will work. Um, people will have to be dedicated to it, but it's a whole nother party sitting out there right for the taking. Um, and what, what I mean by taking, I don't mean by, well, I guess you could call it for us, but Sarah Pellin, oh, that's the name from the past. Sarah Pellin showed us the way. You know, the GOP, the grand old party, for y'all who don't know, the Republican Party was in shambles after Rumsfeld, Cheney, and Bush and all of them uh, left office after their final term. And John McCain decided to run for president, even though didn't nobody in the Republican Party really like him. He was always considered a maverick in the middle. You know, He, he they didn't really like him as a conservative, but that's the party he was in. He decides to run. So to make it more palatable for people to vote for John McCain, 
they decided to put Sarah Pellin on the ticket, thinking that, you know, people would come around if they see somebody new, an energized woman, and all of this stuff. She had energy. She had life. She didn't have much upstairs, but that didn't really matter at the time. What ends up happening is she started to resonate with a particular type of people. Um, French people ended up calling themselves the Tea Party. And when they caught hold of the the Republican Party through her, they didn't let go. They've been holding on to it ever since. See, what's going on in Washington right now in the Republican Party, 10, 15 years ago would have never happened. Those old geezers up there, oh, they would have never let Trump get away with the stuff he's getting away with now. But see, the old guard is is dying off. Gangsters is taking over. Money is the currency of the land. And secrets and, and things like that. And trust me, I'm pretty sure Trump been in New York and poly, in, in New York for a long time. I know he got dirty as a as a landlord. I know he got dirt on plenty of people. That's the only way I can think of that they're letting those Republicans are letting him get away with what he's getting away with, especially Mitch McConnell. I don't know what kind of dirt he got on that dude, but Mitch McConnell, man. He, he, that dude is shook. He is straight shook. So anyway, um, let me get back to what I was saying. So um, she showed us the way. And we as black people garner a lot of attention. We suck in athletes, we, athletes, singers, um, movies. You know, we can build support with a lot of people. And if we decided that, hey, you know what? The Democratic Party just ain't cutting it no more. And we put all our our, um, energy and focus into putting our own politician in the race because let's let's be frank about it you're really not voting for who you want to they 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 don't see they don't vet it you still you still is only voting for who they tell you that you can vote for you only got a choice of two people you know they telling you you have to pick between these two people that's not really a choice it's not really a choice they want you to think that it's a choice but it's not really a choice because they rigging the game from the jump we like either this guy or that guy. One of them have to run the run the country, and anybody else, you'll never get you'll never get close to it. So they are already stacking the deck from the beginning. So what I'm thinking is, we need to change the game, and of course, for the first years so. The emphasy of this, you know what I'm saying? We probably never would win actual actually put anybody in the White House. But if nothing else, 
it would teach the Democratic Party that we're not to be taken for granted. It would teach the Republican Party that we would not be taken for granted. It would throw a lot of, see, then they would have to work. Politicians would actually have to do their job. When nothing is given, you have to account for all scenarios. And us having our own party would definitely, definitely make them think twice. Now, I understand that right now as it is now, the independent party is full of whoever, as it is right now, Bernie Sanders, supporters, people on the fringe, you know, uh, people who aren't really, you know, looked at as being desirable, you know, but at the same time, you know, they're going to gravitate toward us anyway. They always do. They always try. You know, we 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 ask for civil rights. Next thing you know, now lesbian and gays, they want they they want their rights too. You know, they take our. We haven't even got ours yet. We haven't even we haven't even finished our fight. And now everybody want to be. No, 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 no. Y'all need to slow down. Y'all need to step back. Y'all need to wait y'all turn. We've been fighting for our freedom, independence, and and respect for over. 400 years or so, and y'all going to come out here in 20 years, 10, now y'all, and, and all of a sudden now, we have to listen to y'all? Yeah, no, nah, not really. Y'all, y'all, y'all are playing off of our plight, and we'll wait till we get our attention, and then you want to throw yourself into the mix too. Stay out of it. This don't concern you. You, you can't you can't do that. We we we've paid our dues. We've paid our dues. And until y'all done paid y'all dues, y'all y'all want to be able to do this and do that. They they done they trying to pass a law to let some it well, they passed a law down south to let some girl who wanted to be identified as a boy use a boy's bathroom and some idiot decided that that was a good idea. Yeah, okay, you want her to be comfortable and everything. So what happens when a 40, 50, 60-year-old pervert dresses up like a woman and want to go hang out in the girl's bathroom where he know a bunch of teenagers hang at, like in a mall or something. You see, that makes it a problem. And those are unintended consequences. So make sure, I know I went kind of off on the tangent, but I'm just saying, make sure that when you're going to the door, you're going to your polls, um, when you're standing out there voting, mail-in, whatever, if there's even mail-in, because you're trying to get rid of that too. Um, when, you, when, you, when you decide to vote, just think about what you're actually doing. Think about the vote that you're casting and how important it is. Um, because if you're just going to throw it away, and just give it away to people who really don't deserve it, then why vote it at all? 